0: Welcome to the Brandon and Carlos Show. I am Brandon and this is my co-host, Carlos.
1: What's up, everybody?
0: Today we will be talking about the coronavirus and the four lawmakers who voted against making lynching a federal hate crime. Mm. But but before we get into that, Carlos, you remember I was telling you how um, my wife and I are, are trying to do this all-natural type yeah. of lifestyle. Yeah. Um, well, we plan... We got planned- any better results? Well, <laughs> we... <laughs> As, as it relates to the deodorant, no. <laughs> um, to our listening audience, um, I was, had decided that I'm going to uh, do this all-natural thing, uh, even when it relates to our personal hygiene. So, you know, that means using uh, plant-based deodorant and plant-based soap and things of that nature. Mm. All of this stuff we tried, and my, my, my wife and I and my family uh, but the deodorant just wasn't hitting right. And I talked about it in one of our shows about <laughs> how, I mean, when you put it on, it smells so good. But after f- some time, it just like, wow, uh, it wears off very quickly. So mm. but um, th- the whole nature thing is going well. <laughs> um, What's up? we planted a garden, tilled it and uh, planted some seeds this week. What all you got in the garden? I planted some spinach, some kale. Um, what else did I plant? You said lavender, right? Yeah, lavender. Um, I planted that on the inside though. Lavender and, um, oh, sunflower seeds. Ooh, okay. Yeah, those, those, and they're, I planted them in the house and they're growing up real nice and long and pretty. (laughs) That's what's up. But, um, no, that's going good. What we're trying to do is eat healthy, um, Eat organically is what I'm really trying to say you know where we don't have all of this uh, chemicals and stuff um, you know how it is right they put out as pesticides and the stuff in the store mm-hmm. we're trying to get away from all that yeah um, I got you hopefully live longer you know what I mean mm-hmm. uh, so but what's been going on with you
1: well as I told you uh, a couple episodes ago that you know I started out of America as propane and uh, I got training this coming up week where I'll be down in uh in the suburb of Atlanta for three days training on propane safety and the different things that I need to know in order to deliver propane to residents and and uh different businesses. So I did not know that it was this uh extensive dealing with propane, but it would make sense considering that propane is pretty flammable right and, you know, pretty explosive. So yes. I, you know, I have been at it now for a couple of weeks. I like the job. It's, uh, it's not unlike LTL um, or semi-truck driving where you're making deliveries all day. You're constantly in and out of the truck. Um, but it's just other things that you got to be aware of. There's different rules and regulations on mm-hmm. each tank and how to look at the tanks to make sure they're up to the code and whatnot to keep everybody safe. So that's what's been going on with me.
0: Cool. All right, well, now it's time for our, our Musical Moments with Los. Yeah, Musical Moments with Los.
1: Well, listen, we have a young R&B, up, young and upcoming R&B uh, singer by the name of E. Vincent. Uh, he was one of my students back at Pike High School at, back in Indianapolis. And I'm really excited uh, for where he's going. He got a lot of things going on and uh, big up to them Red Devils. So, This is his single Fade Away. You'll be able to find it on our Facebook page if you want to be able to uh, go ahead and purchase it. So without further ado, this is the single Fade Away by E. Vincent.
2: A woman I know, she's sweet from the go. Whenever we get along, we're quick to get in the zone Gets me up when I'm low, no amateur, she's a pro Not forget she's so grown, makes me put down my phone At first I try to resist, that's when she gave me a kiss She likes it like this, pro black she raises her fist But the feeling's so real, I like how she feels No need for any pills. she just wants me to heal She can tell me how, she can tell me when She can tell me now, we can begin Together we can fly, and I know she feels the same We can make it real, all we need is a flame That's when I heard her say Wait for me You and I can fade away Don't run away You can stay with me You and I can fade away I'm on the way you wait me. You and I can fade away. Don't run away. You and can stay with, me, stay with me. You and I we playing chess, I'm your no pawn. She call me king, like LeBron. Climbing heist like I'm Kong. Up in the clouds, we belong. Sometimes she's loud like a gong It's always right, never wrong. One time a prank came along. They both were singing this song. She is the best when she is all on my flesh I put her lovin' on no top so she can press on my chest Never killing us soul, never killing the flow Never telling her no, cause we both know how this go Listen, I can tell her how, I can tell her when I can tell her now, we can begin Together we can fly and I know she feels the same We can make it real, all we need is a flame That's when I heard her say Wait for me You and I can fade away Don't run away You can stay with me You and I can fade away I'm on the way Can you wait for me You and I can fade away Don't run away
1: Right. and that was E. Vincent from Indianapolis, Indiana, song entitled Fade Away.
0: Now to the topic of today's show, the coronavirus. According to www.cdc.gov, CDC has responded to an outbreak of respiratory disease caused by a novel new coronavirus mm. that was first detected in Wuhan City, Hubei Province, China. And which has now been detected in 57 locations internationally. Wow. Including cases in the United States. Mm. The virus has been named SARS-CoV-2. And the disease it causes has been named Coronavirus Disease 2019. Abbreviated Mm. COVID-19. So, SARS again? On January 30th, 2020 the International Health Regulations Emergency Committee of the World Health Organization declared the outbreak a public health emergency of international concern. On January 31, 2020, Health and Human Services Secretary Alex M. Azar II declared a public health emergency for the United States to aid the, na- the nation's health care community In responding to COVID-19, the coronaviruses are a large family of viruses that are common in many different species of animals, including camels, cattle, cats, and bats. Rarely, animal coronaviruses can infect people and then spread between people such as with MERS, COV, SARS, COV, and now with this new virus named SARS, COV-2. Mm. Carlos, this is a really scary situation. It's like something out of a movie. I see um, on Facebook, you know, Facebook has no chill. Nah, and not at all. They uh, tend to uh, come out with these memes, and sometimes they... They are funny, and, and and they're funny about inappropriate things. Yeah. But I saw some um, memes about the coronavirus that were, um, I think, just insensitive. And it reminded me that this is a very serious thing. And it's really not a laughing matter. I even posted a meme. Uh, I don't think mine was as... Uh, morbid as some of the other people's uh, or even racist. It's it's definitely um, not a
1: it's definitely not a laughing matter. What what I'm realizing is they said that it's only a matter of time, not if, but when it actually breaks out in the United States. And I haven't, you know, up until this point, you know, we we've survived a lot of other outbreaks, you know, SARS, the first time around and some other ones that I can't remember off the top of the dome right now, but This one is like they know it is coming and it's like it's not they feel like there's not anything they could really do about it as far as it's spreading. But they did give us, you know, the basic guidelines of any disease uh, to stop it from spreading. And one of the main things that they've been saying since the beginning of time is wash your hands. Right. I can't tell you how many times I've been out. And gone to the bathroom only to watch people bypass the sinks. And I'm like, how nasty are you? First and foremost, let's just trifling. it. But you know we're dealing with diseases that could easily spread. And you refuse to to, to do the, the, the most simplest task, the first line of defense, wash your nasty hands? That's right. crazy to
0: me. Right. You said when it gets to the U.S., um, it's already here. No, but they're talking. I'm talking about actually starting to spread like it has in, in China. Gotcha. Um, according to uh, NBCNews.com, a number of coronavirus cases from unknown sources growing in U.S. Three new presumptive cases were reported Friday on the West Coast, with patients in Oregon, Washington, and California. But it's not clear how they were infected. Uh, while that's important. Um, You can understand if someone got the coronavirus and they went to, you know, and they they went to China. Right. um, Because that's where it started. But these cases that this article was talking about, they had no link to China. So, like, to me, why that's scary is, okay, if they didn't go to China where the virus was, then that means the virus was here. Or it's obviously airborne, right? because
1: you gotta remember one china is a is a huge continent with you know millions of people, and we get a lot of our clothing and different items are made over in China, plus it's a international hub of people leaving in and out of there, like there's a lot of businesses that you know the you know the u s does business and other countries does do business with them. So there's literally millions of people coming in and out of China all the time. And so even if you don't have a direct connection, nine times out of 10, there's some form of fashion of connection, whether it's your clothes, food, things of that
0: nature. We get a lot of things from China. Right. I don't necessarily know, I'm not a scientist or a healthcare professional, Right. but I don't think that. You know if something was made in china and then the virus got on it that it could last you know necessarily that long trip over here without dying however i did see where in china they are spraying their packages and stuff like that as they go out and come in yeah to keep stuff from you know who knows i don't i don't think it
1: could happen either but you know stuff mutates and I don't think it's gotten to that level yet. I don't think it's gotten that advanced. But I'm was, you know, i just thinking about what all the things that we have. And like I said, people, you're not, it's the United States and China, two of the most busiest hubs of international
0: travel right. in the world. So it's, it wouldn't be hard. Well, it's scary. Um, I know that I've been telling my uh, family, wash your hands. Yeah. Uh, not just wash your hands, but wash your hands for at least twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the the way that I was taught how to do that just sing "Happy Birthday" two times. Hmm. Um, <laughs> you know while you do that, um, but you know that's it's a very scary thing. It like it seems like it's something out of a freaking. And you know, horror uh, film, you know, I mean, it, and that's what's weird. There was a movie called it, Outbreak. Remember that? Yeah. And then there was another movie. Well, Is Outbreak on Netflix? I don't know if it's on Netflix anymore. It There's was. something on, look it up real quick. There's something on Netflix right now that has to do with some sort of pandemic. It's so crazy how Hollywood um, can predict. You know, something that... Predictive you, programming. I you, think that's a real thing. Yeah, We, we, we have to really investigate that. I, there might be some truth to that because they... The Simpsons, for example. Remember they predicted that Donald Trump would be the president? Oh, yeah. He what? The or Simpsons he is. Have predicted a lot of things, man. And, it's kind of scary. And I saw something um, where it said that they even predicted this sort of um, coronavirus outbreak. It's... it's man, I, I, I can't find it. B- well, we can agree that there have been Hollywood depictions of something like this happening. Oh yeah. Um, most definitely. If you're out there uh, listening, man, please wash your hands. Wash your hands. Also, if your kids are sick, keep them home or if, you're from sick, school, if, if or you school or if you you're got sick days, don't go right yeah. there, if You got them. sick
1: days, use them sick days and get better. Right. Cuz, you know, it's crazy out here. And then uh, on top of that, going back to the going back to the to the meme situation. This is actually facts. Corona beer sales have gone down because of the name, because people are linking the beer to the virus. Right. I remember you sent me that stuff. And That's like, crazy. I, I, That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it, it is very like crazy. Pe- people
0: are very, very, very scared of this uh, situation. Right, and we got to be careful too, not to be, you know, racist or insensitive to people, um, you know, from China. Oh no. Um, you know. Most definitely. Because, man, it's, it's, it's crazy. We could talk a lot about this. Well, we'll revisit it uh, yeah. in a week from now to see how far it's advancing. They did say that um, the virus will die when it gets wet and um, hot, mm, you know. Okay. But they're afraid that it'll come back. Um, the virus survives or it does best mm-hmm. in dry in cold situations. Okay. And I think, you know, that's the the winter time. Um, we also want to talk today about these four lawmakers uh, who voted against a House bill to make lynching a federal hate crime. Yeah. So I, I
1: was doing my daily scroll on Facebook and came across it. Like I heard that it was supposed to go before, uh, you know, Congress and the whole nine yards to get that, to get that done and it's, a, it's it's funny to me that something that's common sense such as lynching and hanging people from trees and other objects is just now becoming a law to where you can't do that. Now it's funny to me but at the same time it's very interesting because if you go back in history, slavery was actually not against the law. It was a law, it was, it was commonplace that you can own slaves and if you just look throughout history, a lot of the things that have been done against different people and different races, there were actually laws allowing it. You, you can even go back to the Holocaust. So it's, it's, it's crazy that, uh, that now, 2020, that they finally you know vote, take a vote for the House um, and four lawmakers who, according to Newsweek.com, Uh, Three Republicans voted against the measure. Uh, GOP members Ted Yoho of Florida, where we reside, Louis Gohmert of Texas, Thomas Massey of Kentucky, and the chamber's lone independent Justin Amash of Michigan, who famously switched from Republican to independent over his support for impeaching President Donald Trump, also voted no. Then you had 16 members who did not vote. However, the proposal, however, uh, received broad part bipartisan support and passed 410 to 4. 410 to 4. Republicans accused the legislation of being an overreach by federal government and encroaching on states' rights. The legislation, if enacted, would add lynching to the list of current criminal civil rights violations. Again, I think it's... Hilarious that that was their reasoning for not voting unanimously on something that has been or is egregious. and has been ridiculous against not just, you know, one set of people. However, in this country has been one set of people who have been getting lynched. But how could you not vote? And that's your reasoning for saying that it infringes upon the state's. Well, obviously the states didn't have it and the states weren't trying to have it. And so it needed to be passed by the House, the federal government, and you. And that's your reasoning. What you think, Brandon?
0: Well, <clears throat> lynching, I mean, is wrong. Um, when I say wrong, it's against the law. What they were doing was putting it on the books as making it a... a federal hate crime. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if someone hung somebody, I guess of color or a minority, that they would amp up the charges as, you know, not just a a murder, but a murder by the means of, um, you know, federal hate crime. Right. uh, Which is, I, I, I tend to agree with you, like these four like, why would they? Because that was my thing when I saw them, like, okay, who are the four? And what was their reasoning for not voting um, to make it a federal hate crime? Surely, even though I do realize there are racist people and in, in politics, right. surely they're not that bold to let them selves be perceived as racist because of the way that they voted. So there has to be a very good reason. They think that there was a very good reasoning behind it, because I think what you were saying was that they wanted to leave it up to the states to make that uh, determination, right. you know, because a lot of stuff, and that happens all the time, a lot of laws they leave up to the states to to handle. Um, but, I mean, if I was white and I was voting for something like that, I think I would have voted for it, you know. So, I mean... Um, but that's just my personal opinion. I mean, it passed. Ultimately, it did. But yeah. it, it kind of pinpoints those four as some racist p- sacks of crap. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's and, crazy. And they may not be. But, right. I
1: mean. But, again, that's your reasoning that you wanted to allow the states to have more legislation on it. But for it passed four ten to 4. And then you had the 16 who just didn't bother to vote. Right. And I and and to me They scared me the most. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because exactly. you don't
0: know their um you
1: A- know. exactly. You don't know where exactly where they, where they stand. stand. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, again, why would you not vote? And it 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 kinda tells me where they already were because if you didn't agree with it, then you would have voted that you agree with it. It'd have been, you right. know, four twenty six but you obviously didn't agree with it mm-hmm. but you didn't want to look bad and right. you knew that your name wasn't going to be linked to it yeah now we you know i'm sure i can pretty much look up their names if i chose to but
0: yeah you can i mean it's public record
1: yeah. you know but we're not going to give them that that highlight we're going to give the four who will just re- really ridiculous yeah i mean that highlight. yeah we're going to call them the donkeys of the day we're going to steal that from the breakfast club <laughs> we need to come <laughs> up with our own version of that we do we do yeah we definitely do. That's a good idea. <laughs> we definitely do. But uh so yeah, I, I just thought that was really, 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 really ridiculous. Um and there's really nothing much more to say about that. Um, I do wanna bring up something right quick. It's uh it's not national news. It's it's more back toward my hometown. Um I was reading something in Uh, on Facebook yesterday, and then it it hit that uh, the bus drivers uh, called in sick. All of a sudden, they just, you know, got sick. I think it was like 300 bus drivers called in from IPS district. Uh, And basically what they did is they went on strike because at the end of their current contract, at the end of the school year, um, most of them will not be retaining their jobs because IPS is – uh, going to a private uh, bus organization. And so they called in and uh, sick yesterday. And it basically crippled IPS because IPS is 22,000 students. And I believe less than 50% were able to make it um, to school yesterday. <coughs> Excuse me. And I felt like it was pretty interesting. And I thought it was very interesting. I said it to you, Brandon. Uh,
0: did you get a chance to, to look into it? I didn't. Let's be honest with you. Okay. Um, you sent me. She sent me so much stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad thing. But no, I, I I really I saw it, but I didn't really read. Okay. Um, about it, but uh,
1: my uh, the reason why it hit, it hit home for me, uh, you know, I'm from Indianapolis, but I was also in education uh, for 16 years, and if anybody knows anything about education in school districts, the, the bus drivers are the front, front line. You can't teach a kid without the kid getting there. And IPS is the best, biggest school district in Indianapolis. It's also the poorest. So many of the parents don't have vehicles to get their kids <coughs> back and forth. See, I could have used that T, Brandon. Mm. Thanks a lot for not bringing me Now i have you some next week. Appreciate it. And I think it's just really wrong uh just how they treat bus drivers in general in different areas even even here in Pensacola I when I got here from Indianapolis I was just researching you know the different things that I was capable of doing I have my CDLA and I you know I asked about driving a bus and they only pay bus drivers here 10 to 12 dollars an hour and I'm like how are you supposed to function off of 10 to 10 to $12 an hour. Mm-hmm. So going back to the Indianapolis situation, uh, the superintendent of the schools called their act reprehensible because what it did was it crippled the district, and, and, and they had testing. You got sophomores taking the, the, the QQE, which is the uh, state testing to in which you have to graduate, basically the I-STEP test. I don't know what they call it here in Florida, but it's the test that you have to pass to graduate in the state of Indiana. And there was a lot of sophomores due to take that. They had, you know, other athletic programs and art programs and special needs kids who needed to take the bus. But because these bus drivers didn't come to work, I applaud them because now they've got your attention. But it was funny that she called it reprehensible and that said that they would be dealt with accordingly. It was hilarious to me because I'm like, what are you going to do? They're already set to lose the jobs. I think what they did had the desired effect. They realized, you can't do anything without us. So what are you going to do? How are you going to fire us if we're already losing our job? And on top of that, I believe some of them are due to lose their pension because their jobs are being phased out. So I'm like, why should they care? Not that they don't care about the kids, but we got a lot of bus drivers who have made this a career. Right. And... Again, I understand that, you know, it did mess up a lot of things, but they're talking about their livelihoods and their careers and their ability to to put food on the table and take care of their families. Right.
0: And that's sad.
1: And like I said, I applaud them. Shout out to them for that. Yeah. And IPS, you got some work to do. And Pensacola, you have work to do too because they have a, a bus shortage here. I believe at the beginning of the school year, it was like 24, uh, 24 open positions, and so they were struggling pretty bad. And one of the reasons why they're struggling, I don't, I, you know, I don't understand this. But if you have a CDL A, they make you go take the test for a lesser CDL to, just to get your passenger endorsement. Mm. That that has something has to be done. Gotcha. That's crazy. So I just wanted, I just wanted to uh, to bring uh, highlight that. Situation that was going on in my hometown. Uh, Brandon, what do you have?
0: Well, we're out of time. Okay. Um, That's it for the Brandon and Carlos show. Uh, There's a lot of scare going around the country Mm -hmm. with this coronavirus. I just want to leave you with this. Um, Robin Sharman or Robin Sharma said this Obstacles are the cost of greatness.